legs, the journey of finding our authentic voice and the courage to use it. All right. Hi, so this is Heidi with Heidi Riggs' Vocal Studio and also the content creator for my podcast, Sing, Breathe, Be with Heidi Riggs. And it has been a freaking hot minute since I've recorded anything. I think the last time I recorded anything for my podcast was in May of last year. And May of last year, actually, I was just recovering from having COVID in April. And I then went on a serious journey of healing um, because I lost my voice for the most part. And I had vibrational impairment on my left fold that required, well, didn't require, but I chose a surgical solution for in December. And December 12th, I had surgery and it has been four months and a couple days. And I'm pretty much to the place now where my voice is back. I'm still working on my conditioning and I'm working in um, with the help of my teacher, Kurt Peters. I still have some vocal fry, but that's a habit. And... My apologies to all the vocal therapists out there who are like, you could fix that by getting rid of your vocal fry. Good luck. Anyway, 50 years of practice, muscle memory done. <laughs> Seems unlikely. Okay, so really quick, I wanted to just make a quick recording to say, hey guys, I'm still here in terms of my podcasting. I am definitely still here in terms of my teaching and in terms of my entrepreneurship, in terms of my own singing. I still consider myself a teaching artist. I'm very animated today. It could be the caffeine I had. I had one of Lauren's Alani News. She just actually um, got these kiwi guava. They're pretty good. Not gonna lie. I'm not a big fan of like energy drinks either, but I do have to say that and that cup of coffee, pretty good, feeling nice. All right, enough of that. I went to an empowerment seminar yesterday called Empower Her. <laughs> Isn't that adorable? My friend, um, Demarie, she hosts this. Now I would say it's um, an annual thing because she's done it twice. And I didn't get to go last year. I don't know what I had going on. I was probably sick. It was April, I think. I think it was April. I can't be 100% sure though. But um, I didn't go last year, but I went this year because I wanted to go, one. And two, I had someone to go with. And I know so many women, so many like bosses showed up yesterday alone. Oh, I'm shaking my table, um, my desk here. Um, and I just, wow. So proud of you guys. That takes a little bit of bravery, I think, to do that, to show up on your own. Um, but I had a plus one, and it was my daughter, Lauren Riggs. If you don't follow her, please follow her on Instagram. Um, and her TikTok is a little more adult content. So if you're under 18, probably don't follow the TikTok. But, um, and it's adult in terms of language and adult themes, not in terms of anything too risque, right? Okay. Anywho, um, she was invited by Demarie as an influencer because, let's be honest, she is. She is an influencer and she does influence um, in, in her experience and in her testimony, if you will, in her style. Um, so I'm just real proud of her, really proud. And it was fun to go with her and see her, you know, kind of just take it all in. And I also was there as, you know, as a female entrepreneur of my own, not just in support of her. And I was super inspired by these stories and these women. And it was um, really, truly moving. And 
there were some really brilliant questions asked. And I have to say, um, I, I'm wanting to kind of reflect on those over the next, I don't know, week or so. One of the things that was quoted um, that no just stands for next opportunity. So when you hear the word no, don't think of it as rejection, that it's the next opportunity. And I think it's hard. I think it's hard to hear the word no, right? Since we're little, right? When we're in our terrible twos, and that's the only word we know for a minute is no, and our parents don't like to hear it. And then as we get older, we don't like to hear it either. Not just as parents, but you know, when we're auditioning, if you're a performer, if you're a singer, to hear the word no, to hear, you know, that your crush doesn't really like you like that. That's a no, that's a rejection. Um, to not get the job, to these are all no's, to not get in the school. Okay, so let me go ahead and just recap. I was referring to um, one of the ideas that no actually stands for next opportunity. And I wanna say that as a performer, I am intimately familiar with the word no. If I do an audition and I don't get through, you know, final callbacks or whatever, um, if there is callbacks, if it's musical theater, it's callbacks. If it's opera, it's actually yes or no, <laughs> usually. Or would you like to be added to, uh, you know, a secondary list for chorus or something? Um, in this case, I'm going to reference a um, recent event. So last May, end of May, I think, beginning of June, I auditioned for the chorus at the Michigan Opera Theater down at the Detroit Opera House. And it was my first live audition in a really long time. And I was quite nervous because I um, I had been sick and my voice wasn't recovering. And I saw my ENT, Dr. Rubin, and he had said, well, when's the audition? And I was like, a week. And I did it on a steroid, which isn't usually recommended. And then I gave myself rest after. But during this audition process, actually, I was so happy with the way it went in terms of what I was able to perform um, in spite of actually being sick, which didn't really register at the time when I was auditioning that I was sick. I wasn't kind of like leaning on this idea that it's okay because I'm sick if it doesn't go well. I didn't even think about it because um, it just went so well. Like I got in the car afterwards because my husband, Corey, took me, which was really generous of him actually to spend the afternoon waiting for me downtown Detroit. But um he picked me up and he said how to go. And I was busy texting um, my teacher, Kurt Peters at the time to give him the update that it went really well and I felt good. And um, actually I had something I like to call air to spare. And I, I don't understand, I'm sure some, some scientists somewhere can explain it, but even if I've struggled with it in rehearsal, it seems like when I get in the performance arena or in the audition arena or practice room, audition room, whatever we're in, suddenly that little bit of adrenaline makes my breath support work like it's never worked before. And it's always just a little bit surprising to me. I don't know why. It just always kind of just takes me by surprise that, oh, it went so well. You know, it wasn't going that well in rehearsal. It wasn't feeling that good. And now I'm on, you know, the hot seat or the pressure and it's like, suddenly it really works. And I left this audition kind of flabbergasted that everything had gone so well in such a, because actually I'd put it together in a really short amount of time too. And kind of, um, because I was having some vocal issues, I had sidelined a song that I had intended to use or two songs I had intended to use. 
um, mostly because I wasn't feeling really like super confident that it was going to work the way I wanted it to. So I changed my rep that had a little bit easier. Well, it seemed easier, but um, it just was something more accessible for me at the time. Anyway, I hadn't sung this song, like performed this song in a really, really long time, like 20 years. So I pulled it together pretty quick. And it was a um, selection, if you are familiar with La Boheme, um, Mihiyama no Mimi. And um, I, I mean, it's very wordy and I still was able to pull it together. So muscle memory, yay, blessed, because um, it worked. And I did a great audition. Now I did not get through. I did get added to a second list, which I never heard back from for Aida. They were doing a concert, um, but that's okay. That was fine because I'm really grateful I didn't get in. I didn't get in. Oh, going back, Corey picked me up and I told him, oh my gosh, it went so well. And he goes, you're surprised? And I'm like, eh, kind of, yeah, a little bit. And he's like, when are you going to trust your training? When are you going to trust yourself? Never, probably never. Okay, cool. I mean, what drives us to work? Probably not trusting ourselves completely, right? I mean, some sort of perfectionism maybe. But yeah, it went so well. And I'm so grateful I didn't get in. I'm so glad I heard the word no because I ended up not having the voice. In fact, Aida went up New Year's Eve or the day before New Year's Eve and I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would have had to break my contract. I would have had to break it because I didn't have a voice. I had surgery. So let me stop this and start another video. Eat. Okay, so the word no, yeah, I was disappointed. But like my teacher said, he's like in this particular opera house and he would know better than even I would know that they're not short sopranos. Like they have, and just like most opera houses, there's a lot of sopranos. We're in fact everywhere. They're just, we're the, we're the common female voice is soprano. So um, you're going to go with what you know when you're casting. And I'm not at all disappointed because I have to tell you, I would have been actually devastated to have gotten the job and then had to turn it down because I had to have surgery. Like... That would have actually been so much worse. So in this case, rejection was protection. And I know a lot of people say it, but for some reason when I hear it in my head, I hear um, Gabby Bernstein, I hear her voice say, rejection is protection. And, you know, obstacles are opportunities. <laughs> and the obstacle was the surgery. The obstacle was the, the needing, you know, to recover. I had to take six weeks off teaching, actually seven in fact, and it was um, scary. It was really, really scary. I'm still kind of getting that ease back in my singing. I'm still working at it. It's not, it's not, I'm not done. I'm not done with this recovery part of this journey at all. Um, I'm closer. I'm definitely closer to getting to back to, you know, my own like full practice regimen, if you will. But yeah, so yesterday's empowerment conference actually did something for me I didn't expect. I thought I was going in as Lauren likes to call me momager. I'm the momager. Um, she calls me Chris Kardashian. She thinks it's um, hysterical. Um, <laughs> so in fact, when we were in Florida, we went to this um, caddy's 
restaurant. It's called Caddy's. And the, all the wait staff was calling us the Kardashians. And, um, and it was a it was a funny moment because my girls thought that was hysterical. And I'm not sure Corey what he thought. He probably wasn't thinking. He was hanging out with friends. But um, I thought it was funny. So anyway, I went as momager. And I do have to say it was, it filled my cup in a lot of ways. And I'm so grateful for seeing so many friendly faces there and so many people I've known for a really long time. And also to making new friends too. And seeing Lauren again in her in her moment because she truly like she thrives in that she really does any place where she can you know bring her brand of confidence any place where she can connect with other people who are as she likes to say too much because she had a relationship where she was told more than a handful of times she was too much or don't wear that dress it's too much you're too much and she quoted that yesterday. She said, you know, this is me being, when I was told I was too much, this is what was being told was too much. And she wasn't too much. She was enough. And I think it's such a great message to send ourselves and to send people we love, especially women we love, that you're not too much. You're enough. And anybody who can't handle that needs to go look for less. Go look for less. You're, you're not enough, Slick. You can't handle it. Um, so I loved seeing so many women step into their power yesterday. And I love the messaging. And I love Demarie for sharing that with us. And I love her for inviting Lauren. And um, I mean, we just got to see so many nice people. It was so nice. It was wonderful. And I got to get this really cool shirt. And I love how it's the Barbie um, font. <laughs> um and this is not a sponsored video here, but um, baddie, hello. This is my baddie moment, right? Um, but yeah, and and it's in pink, which is my favorite color. If you haven't, if you don't know me, um, you may not know that pink is my favorite color. And I'm just so grateful. So I just want to pop on here and be like, guess what? I am called back to my podcast. I have something to say, and I'm gonna say it. Um, I think I'm going to rebrand a little bit, though, on this podcast, so stay tuned. And uh, until then, keep shining. <laughs> <laughs>